ThriveMarket.com. Healthy living made easy. Guaranteed savings on your favorite organic brands delivered to your door. Healthy groceries shouldn't break the bank. Low price promise. Find a product cheaper elsewhere. Thrive will beat the price. How it works. Build your order. Shop 6,000 plus wholesome products. Curated just for members. Never run out. Get returning deliveries on a schedule personalized to you. You're in control. Easily add or remove items. Skip a delivery or pause anytime. Your new one-stop shop. From organic pantry staples to clean beauty to non-toxic home. Shop by over 70 diets and values. Gluten-free, ketogenic, organic, vegan, thoughtfully sourced seafood. Thrive Market is aligned closely with key industry watchdogs to identify partners who catch sustainable and traceable seafood. For $5 a month for a risk-free trial for 30 days. Fast-free coupon neutral shipping. No carbon net neutral shipping. Free gifts and samples. Every membership gives to someone in need. Better for you and the planet. Ethical and sustainable sourcing. Carbon neutral shipping. Zero waste warehouses. Recyclable compostable packaging. Thrive also gives every annual mentorship. Sponsors a free one for a family in need. Thrive's mission is to help make organic foods more accessible. Caviar.com. Treat yourself to a tasting at home. Introducing Petite Caviar 101. Caviar truffles and more. Providing the world's best caviar for over 30 years. Sustainable caviar, seasonal delights, boutique grocery. Family owned and operated. Proud to supply the highest quality caviar available for over 30 years. 100% sustainable caviar. With Israeli oyster, Belgian oyster, Idaho white sturgeon, Siberian sturgeon, paddlefish, Ikea. National overnight shipping guaranteed. National next day overnight shipping, Tuesday through Saturday. Same day local pickup. Local pickup and curbside for Seattle ready within two hours, Monday through Saturday. Next day local delivery, guaranteed next day local delivery for Seattle, Monday through Friday. Shop. Grocery for such items like Bellwell, Bellwether Farms, Cream Fresh, Betsy's Blink, Gluten-Free Betsy's Blink, Black Truffle Butter, White Truffle Oil, La Brujala, Yellowfin Fina Belly and Olive Oil, Russell's Original Spice Blend, Truffle Salt, Hosting and Wares, Mother of Pearl Caviar Spoon, Mother of Pearl Spoon with Blue Handle, Great Barrier Reef Petite Spoon with Pointed Tip, Round Mother of Pearl Palette, Caviar Presentoir with Old Burling Band, Old Sterling Band, Petite Mother of Pearl Caviar Spoon, St. Hilaire Modern Caviar Presentoir, Fructus Saturn Silver Plated Caviar Cup, Homemade Recipes and More, Mink Potato Rusty with Caviar and cream fresh, deviled quail eggs with caviar, blink with buckwheat. Here's part two of the disappearance and murder of Mike Williams. Arrest and trial, Denise Williams. On May 8, 2018, Denise Williams was arrested at Florida State as she left to celebrate her daughter's 19th birthday. Minutes after the grand jury had indicted her on charges of first degree murder, conspiracy to commit first degree murder, and accessory after the fact. 
Prosecutors continued to keep details of the crimes in the cell, saying they would share them in court when the time came. They did say that they would seek to have her de- denied bail. Denise's attorney declined to comment at the time, saying he had not had time to review the case. Denise's strange husband, Winchester, was serving a sentence at Wakula Correctional Institution near Tallahassee. His attorney said his client could take the stand at trial if legally compelled to do so. However, the attorney did not think Winchester would be charged with the case as well. Two FDL, the FDLE officers went to Sherwood's house immediately following the indictment to inform her. She did not speak to the media about how she reacted to the news. Three, the three-day, the three-page indictment was released two days later. It revealed that prosecutors believed Denise allegedly began conspiring with Winchester in March 2009, months before her husband disappeared. Her first husband disappeared. Winchester is alleged to have killed Michael with a gun. The accessory charge suggested that sometime between August 2014 and the day Winchester was sentenced, Denise had allegedly helped Winchester avoid prosecution for the rest of, or arrest for the crime. Ethan Wade, Denise's lawyer, says his client was innocent of all the charges. She had absolutely nothing to do with Mike Williams' disappearance. Had absolutely nothing to do with any of the crimes that Brian Winchester committed. He found it convenient that the indictment came after Winchester had been in prison for several months on Denise's behalf. Way entered a plea of not guilty. Trial. In late June 2018, Denise Williams was ordered held without bond with trial date set for September 24th. Audio of Brian Winchester's interview with the FDLA was played in court. In it, Brian confessed to pulling the trigger but claims the, the killing was Denise's idea. Her defense argued that the tape should not have been admitted as evidence since Winchester was not charged with anything despite his admission. The prosecution said it simply asked him to tell the truth about what happened. She went on trial in December. The state's start witness was Brian Winchester, who testified at length about how he and Denise had never really ended their high school relationship even after they both married others. Kathy Thomas, Winchester's first wife, told the jury that she had suspected the two having an affair in the late 1990s when they frequently double dated with Mike and Denise. Brian said his confession, a tape of which was played for the jury, which was which the affair had started in 1997 just, and just snowballed. After rekindling the relationship, the two began to consider killing Mike so they could marry, as Denise's family frowned on divorce for religious reasons. Denise suggested staging a boating accident on the Gulf of Mexico where they could throw both Mike and Thomas overboard, but Winchester did not want to kill his children's mother. As the rejected plans for a murder at Mike's office meant to look like a robbery, Winchester hit on the idea of an apparent hunting accident after he saved Mike from quicksand when the two were hunting in Arkansas. On the day Mike disappeared, Winchester said he had enticed, he had enticed him to Lake Seminole out on the water. He had gotten Mike to put the waders on and then pushed him out of the boat, thinking he would be unable to resurface and drown. But instead, he managed to get his tree stump. So, to get to a tree stump, so Mike Winchester fired a single shotgun blast to the face. Since Mike's death could no longer be passed off as a boating accident, Winchester buried the body where it was later found, then cleaned out his truck and went to a family Christmas party where he learned that a the search was underway. He and Denise took it slow after the accident, both to let the insurance money earn further interest and allay any suspicion. The kidnapping, which led to his present imprisonment, he explained, was his reaction to fear that Denise revealed the truth about what had happened to her first husband now that she and Brian were divorcing. Prosecutors also played a tape phone conversation in which Thomas, who had, was working with police at the time, had told Denise she knew the truth about the t- crime each time she brought it up. Denise attempted to change the subject, but at one point asked, What do you know? Assistant State Attorney John Fuchs said, Is this evasive as well as Denise's dispassionate 
responds when Winchester told her how he had killed Mike to demonstrate how cold-bloodless she had planned to execute the crime. Way argued in response that there was no physical evidence linking Denise to the crime that had been entirely Winchester's idea and expressed incredulity that he was not on trial despite having admitted for admitted to committing the crime itself. After four days of testimony, the jury took eight hours to convict Denise of all charges. Way said his client would appeal the conviction. In February 2019, Denise was sentenced to life in prison. She did not speak or offer any argument on her behalf. The only person to address the court besides the lawyers was Cheryl Williams, who said that justice has finally been served, and Denise had, not, had taken not only her son, but also her granddaughter from her. Five months later, Mike and Denise's good daughter, Mike and Denise's daughter Ansley, was awarded all assets of her late father's estate insurance money due to Denise as her mother signed them over to her to avoid prosecution on three counts of insurance fraud. As part of the deal, Ansley may not use any of the money on her mother's legal fees. If she did, she would owe the state a $150,000 penalty. Denise is now in prison at the Florida Women's Reception Center. Appeal. In January 2020, Denise Williams appealed her conviction on life sentence. Her attorney argued that the Florida District the Florida First District Court of Appeals that there was no evidence she was involved in the commission of the murder. In the media, in the early 2000s, Cheryl Williams had posted flyers, put up signs, and run newspaper ads soliciting information about the case. One of the ads drew the attention of Jennifer Portman, a reporter at the Tallahassee Democrat. In 2006, after the closure of the first FDLE investigation, she wrote a lengthy story about the case. She followed the story through Denise's conviction, making a point of keeping the poster for the case on the cubicle wall. In 2011, the case made it to, into two other media formats, Carrie Cox, a psychic and profiler who had been identified as a possible burial site which, at which no body was found, published Alligator Alibi, a lengthy book with documents from the invest, investigation, Cheryl Williams notes and her own commentary. She supported it with the ep, eponymous Facebook page where she regularly publishes whatever updates she can and news about other similar cases. Near the end of that year, the Investigation Discovery Channel cable channel series disappeared, devoted episodes to the case. Cheryl Williams promoted it heavily in the days before it aired. Portman, who was interviewed, said she could always tell when it got rerun due to the increase in emails she got, many of which asked questions she herself had tried to evade to get authorities to answer. After one such Re-airing in 2015, she expressed hope that one day, instead of a question, there will be an answer. Thank you for listening to this horrific case. Stay tuned next week for another true crime story, and as always, thank you for listening. Have a good week.